transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. This is, yet again, another episode of Matinee Edition. 47. Hello, 47. Hello. Hello. We're <laughs> zooming, this, zooming this week. Zoom, zoom, Once zoom. Again. Hope, hopefully, hope, like, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll be doing an in-person one soon. Pardon me while I turn off my Wi-Fi on my phone. Ooh, good call. I'll do the same. <laughs> the, but yeah, hopefully, we'll be able to get in person, whether that's masking up and recording an episode or yeah it's sitting far apart <laughs> yeah i mean the office that i record in is far apart is not not really an option <laughs> Set up in the garage get the nice resonant frequencies oh my yeah. god oh my god you haven't been over here the garage the garage though is is a space that could shine is uh <laughs> you need to put some like some of the sound pads on the walls it it has like the floor is completely uneven and oh so like God. walking on it's super loose and it feels really <laughs> weird. And I just like, I just can't, I can't handle it. Like that's the thing that bugs me the most. Like it, we can clean it and put some sound pads on. I have all the sound gear, but yeah. like, and I want to eventually, but Does, it like, doesn't I help if you're yeah. rolling your ankle as soon as you that's, step into your that's, studio. <laughs> that's it. It's like, I don't know what to fucking do about the floor. I wish I could just tear it up and just live on the cement out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no. Uh, anyway, so this enough is about a, this my is place. A, this is an old hearts home improvement show. <laughs> yeah, although that is a good idea, uh, dude. We'll be on HGTV before you know it. Before you know. building custom sound rooms. Oh my god, I, I yeah, but it'd be like it, it would definitely have to be like some sort of like prank show where the contestants think they're getting something awesome and they just get like yeah. whatever, like some some cheap foam hammered into the wall. <laughs> You guys, did, you, guys were, you guys were working on this for a month. It's a month's worth of work right there. That's all there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, anyway, yeah, not about nothing. Enough about my place. Uh, uh, what's been going on in, in, the, in the world of enter, <laughs> entertainments this week? We, 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 got, we got some stuffs. We got, we got some, some stuffs. Stuff. As always, there's like, you know, what we're going to we'll churn out that rumor, that rumor mill. Yeah, uh, still needed that sound clip though. Uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's like a sausage churner or meat oh, God, grinder. That's sausage what I'm churner. To... <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, first off, Feige, Kevin Feige, good old Feige. He uh, he may he basically just confirmed what everybody's been hoping for: the new characters that they're introducing into the MCU. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Ms. Marvel are going to be, like, after starring in their own roles and their own TV shows, are going to be entering the actual MCU, uh, the movies. So Which is great. It's fucking awesome. And that's big. That means that they're going to, like... like this really is exactly what everyone hoped for with the Defenders on <laughs> Netflix. That never came to fruition. Oh, my God, dude. I, I mean, I'm still on that train of, like, I put Charlie Cox in the fucking MCU. Same. <laughs> like, like, 
before he's too old, man. Before he moves on to something else, put him in the fucking MCU, dude. Uh, head cannon theory: Spider Man Three, mm. Daredevil gonna be in it. They're gonna I, Netflix is gonna finally sell over the rights so they can just stream the Netflix shows on Disney Plus. Well, I mean, actually, that would be kind of an interesting move to pair up uh, the maybe some of those characters with the the Bergen the you know like the slowly building like uh, spider verse or whatever the fuck the yeah. sony spider verse whatever they're calling it um yeah, absolutely i mean that'd be interesting i wouldn't i i I'd, i'm not interested in seeing like charlie cox's daredevil fight M- morbius or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like dude i have expected morbius to fight blade when that comes around but oh i actually i mean like jared leto the mosquito aside like i'm <laughs> I'm just like I'm definitely down <laughs> to see that combination, you know. As I mean? my and that'd be a cool crossover just for like the purposes of continuing to connect those two movie universes. So yeah, that'd be fucking dope. Uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, like honestly, I've heard they've already held auditions for Miss Marvel. I don't have any idea who they're looking at for She-Hulk, uh, and I've heard like a couple of just like loose rumors about Moon Knight. So, like I, Shia LaBeouf. Dude, shy of surprise. We're all gonna we're all gonna get it. <laughs> like it's gonna be I mean I'm I'm actually down, man. Like the dude the thing is the thing is he recently caught a lot of heat for a role uh as like a member of like a a gang where he really heavily um Oh no. Yeah, no, he puts on Jen- this accent that's really oh like a chicano like it's like, like cholo <laughs> yeah he puts on a cholo accent and the, and the, the, the fact is like it's part of the role to, of this character to be like super ingrained in that life from like a young age and so like that's kind of his thing but it just it didn't go over well from what i read and it kind of oh, ended I mean, up like i really love is a very white man so yeah i i mean <laughs> yes. i mean like I don't know, and he went into that role though, dude. Like he like tattooed his entire chest and stuff like that. He like, does that. He does that, man. That dude's method as fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, he, did that, he did that Fury movie with uh, Brad Pitt. Oh like, yeah, and he got like he got tattoos for that. He didn't take a shower for like a month. I heard he got like one of his teeth knocked out for that or something like that too. Yeah, like it's uh, fucking insane. Yeah, like I still haven't seen that movie. Actually, isn't isn't he good? Have you seen it? I, I haven't seen it either, but I heard it's fine yeah uh but yeah so i mean i would be down with that but i don't know if shia labeouf one would be would want to be a part of the mcu and two uh if they would want him <laughs> to be a part uh, yeah. of the mcu he's kind of like he's kind of got like a, a notorious name at, at this point i'd say yeah I'm, I'm maybe not notorious but like he's definitely one of those like weirder guys in hollywood that's not fully accepted by like the like popular filmmaking but has made a name for himself past transformers with yeah. like really good indie films he's he's like what johnny depp is now but like at a young age which is which is which is crazy to me yeah uh, <laughs> which by the way i just an analogy sh- just for shits and giggles i followed johnny depp on instagram uh oh, also just quite quick plug uh if you're on instagram Find us at Old Heart Radio. <laughs> how, about, how about Twitter? Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, that's uh, we're up there at Old Heart in Space. You know, oh, I'm cruising around. Um, but I follow Johnny Depp on Instagram just for shits and giggles, and he posts some some weird fucking shit. Doesn't surprise me. 
like and i'm not interested really in it it's just sort of like interest it, the interesting thing is to just see like like how planned it seems like it, yeah. it seems like very purposefully moved to like continue to like like it's cultivating his uh, weird cult- persona yeah exactly yeah. uh so anyway i don't no, know no. so i'm excited other- <laughs> what Oh no no! Continue, please. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm excited to see like what what they do with those all three of those characters and how they fucking like yeah I mean, bringing like, them to the bigger the bigger screen as well as the in the screen. modern like comic lineup for the Avengers, She Hulk is always in there. So oh, yeah yeah, she's the dominant member at this point. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm excited to see what happens. And even with Miss Marvel, like the they said one of the best things about ooh in other Marvel news, uh, the Avengers came out for uh oh, the game Xbox. yeah and it's getting critically panned by virtually everyone um but as an unrewarding like half-baked movie movie game uh with well, and like a shitty looking modok is the bad guy but um <laughs> kamala khan is the best part of that game it's nice. that's so people actually really like the story but mm-hmm. just don't like how the game plays but they oh, set up man. kamala khan as like a really interesting character so yeah, I mean, she, people I mean, like that part. They're probably even more assured that people are gonna like her in the context of the uh, the TV show. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, she. I mean, she is kind of like she is a, a fun modern character, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and what's kind of what's kind of cool is that she's part of this wave of characters that Marvel introduced yeah. that are like meant to be like a younger generation, and but not to be like. They're their mainstays now. Like like yeah. Miles Han, Morales. Miss Marvel. Miles Morales, exactly. That's the other example. Like those two are mainstays in And then wasn't it wasn't Riri Williams, Ironheart? Was yeah. the other one? Yeah. Like that was like a whole storyline where like Tony Stark's consciousness was programmed into like an AI like thing yeah. and like she he, took like, over became Jarvis or something. Yeah, basically. And uh I don't know, it's kind of an interesting. There's like yeah, it's kind of an interesting dynamic because you know, at some point you have to face that realization that like maybe that question is going to pop into people's heads. Like, why are these like characters so eternally young? <laughs> I think, I think it makes a lot of sense in the context of the films too. Oh, for sure. And it, like it'll they, help. Already, they already had to retire Captain America and Iron Man. Exactly. It'll help transition characters. It'll help transition characters in film and TV uh, better to like have those in comics also. And kind of like introduce that. Comics, idea. you can make the argument of like, no time really passes. Like it's it's a fucking comic book. But yeah. films, actors age, eventually they're not gonna be able to show up. I can't remember what it was, but there's this uh this issue of Hercules. I can't remember which one. And it was basically there's like this whole setup where like the afterlife was shown to be uh kind of like a big bar or like casino kind of like room where all these dead heroes are just waiting around uh to win the roulette of like to go back to earth to like finish like shit that they left behind <laughs> so, <laughs> i was like that's pretty, pretty fucking clever for the comic you see fucking fucking marvel there just like i never got resurrected i never got re- exactly like there's the i mean that i've been, that, I've been just, dead since the 60s that presents a really interesting like idea of like maybe you could just reintroduce characters that uh if people just buy into that idea you could just reintroduce any character you fucking want basically I don't think that'll happen in film, though. It works in no, comics. Not, not in film. Yeah, yeah. It only works in comics. That's for sure. Uh, the, uh, yeah. We have one more piece of Marvel news, and that's the shortening of the title of Eternals. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Eternals to yeah. Eternals. Oof. 
they took that the and stuck it in the trash. <laughs> are they just are they going to try and be like edgy like movies were for a bit where they were like it's this existing property but we took the the and any like supporting words off of it so it would just be like hulk yeah <laughs> god like no. i have expected black widow turn a widow oh no <laughs> it's like oh, that man. type of shit still waiting for that uh yeah i mean i don't know it's, that's about that what else we got? Uh, there's, you said, you, um, did you watch Mulan or did you? I did watch Mulan and I feel bad about it. Why Dude. is that? Like, what's the what's the deal with that movie? I've heard thing, I've seen things. I haven't really dove into it. So first off, the uh, it was filmed in um, the same areas of China where the Weirs are now getting. Like are now getting imprisoned and yeah, we're essentially thrown in concentration camps by the Chinese government. Yeah, and which has been going on the, for for a while now. Yeah, it's yeah, I think a couple insane. of years now. I I think it started happening like right around the time Mulan was getting shot there. And at the end of at the end of the film, there's a thank you to like the the Chinese like Ministry of the Interior or whatever. So, so that's a bit dicey. Also, the uh, lead actress made a statement supporting the Hong Kong police force. Oh, yeah, bit dicey. So, in uh... in my defense, I watched it before I knew about all this. (laughs) Like I watched, like me, 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 and Kate were just hanging out one night, and we were like, "Oh, Mulan's out. We should watch Mulan." I mean, fuck it, why not? We watched it as kids. Let's watch it now, and um. It was, I, I, I dare, like, it sort of ruins my perspective on the movie, all the shit surrounding it. Oh, yeah. If I'm, if I'm isolating that stuff away, it's mm-hmm. a perfectly fine movie that I enjoyed. Nice. Like, like, I validated paying $30 for it because, like, I enjoy going and watching movies. I would pay for two tickets, which would be around 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then you buy, like, a fucking big-ass tub of popcorn if you're a fat-ass like me. Yeah, and you're all, you're up to 35 like it's not that it's not that far off no you're you're right and, and the price point is actually justified when you break it down uh, no, that's that was my thought and also it's not like every movie on disney plus is like that i was like it's yeah. a special occasion i'll buy Mulan. yeah and but well, I, I i hadn't heard much about it like in terms of that context but yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds like that movie's kind of turned into a case of like, well, and I, I fully support this, but it's turned into that case of sort of like, it, choose where to choose where to spend your money if if you yeah, if you absolutely. want to support things or want to not support things. I I'm, I'm I mean, no no hate on like watching it or anything. You know? Yeah, it's just sort of like it's know. gonna be free in December. Yeah, uh, which so I like, I guarantee if, you, all those people that that are complaining about it right now and like being like, I'm protesting that. If they really wanted to watch it, they're gonna fucking. They're just gonna wait till it's free and they're gonna fucking watch it. If if you really have a problem with it, you're gonna cancel Disney Plus. Yeah, that's kind of that, it. It's like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no Mandalorian for you. But you also have to just be fine with like all the other bullshit that Disney put. I mean, like that's the thing we've talked about it before. Disney is a shitty company. All right. Yeah. And, but like the fact of the matter is, they well, produce most corporate so much. Giants are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the point. Reality is, most corporate giants are. They're not good companies, and they do all sorts of shitty things. And they they provide all sorts of entertainment for us. And yeah. this, in the, and in so, this and some of it we like. 
and some of it we like, and it's all over the place. And most yeah. people consume it. You can't escape it. Most uh, in most, well, you can't escape it, but uh, you you got to actively try. So yeah. I mean, like, so it's like if you in, want- in the grand in the grand scheme of things, I, I enjoyed it. I can't recommend it though. Just watch it in December. Yeah, like Fair because enough. because I understand all the controversies going on around it, and honestly, if I'd known about it, I wouldn't have paid for it. But pulling that away from the rest of the rest of my thoughts, it's a lot of the action is shot like a Hong Kong action film. Nice. Okay. Like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon esque. Yeah. Which is fun. And I rarely see that in a Western blockbuster. Fair. Yeah. And it's the overall the cast was good. There were a few scenes where the acting sort of fell apart. And but then I could it, it wasn't enough to like deteriorate from it. They made some changes. Did you ever watch the animated movie? Yeah, for sure. So like Wushu's not in it. Or, oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that early on. Like Yeah. And it like uh actually a lot of the animated characters got made into like human characters off to the oh. side. Okay. It's just like little fun like there's a guy whose name is Cricket. Yeah, like, that's, what that's, that's what I was that's what I was thinking of. I was like maybe there's like a cricket dude or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's 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 fun. I mean, it's sort of like a soft war movie. Like <laughs> that. Enough. And it, it gets the message out in a different, the same message as Mulan, the original did. Mm. It gets that same message message out a few different ways. And mm. I, I think it's fine, but don't pay 30 bucks for it. Yeah. Again, I mean, like, not telling people what to believe in, but, you know, it's, it, turned, it turned into one of those, like, choose wisely where to spend your money. If you, exactly. You know what I mean? It, Everybody really- makes those decisions every day. It's really, and I can say this 100%, if you're choosing not to watch Mulan, it probably, it's because of the controversies, not because of the overall quality of the film. Yeah, then that's, that's, the, that's the message to project, I think, yeah. here. Is like, is like, it, was a good, it was a good movie for what it was, sounds like. But like Absolutely. I mean, like, you know? for me, like a solid like, 7 out of 10. Fair enough. You know? Nice. Like, comp- like, it's, it's good. It's not, it's, it's not extraordinary. I, I I I enjoyed the original, but I would probably throw the original at like an eight out of ten, mm. like better. But then it's in the grand scheme of things, not that much. Any movie with Eddie Murphy is better. <laughs> I respectfully disagree, but <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, Unless you're talking about his uh, his music career, in that case, oof. ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> speaking of better though getting better um the other the only other like random like bits of news getting better what a segue we're um, we're uh rock you got the covid alert you know Uh, a couple people caught the rona of note shout to hazel robert pattinson aka batman yeah uh apparently has the rona and so they just recently started um like filming again and now yeah. they've had to shut down production again they they didn't fully shut down production oh they're they probably still like have just augmenting like, what they can do well yeah they're they've quarantined everybody who who was in like a direct vicinity of somebody that's tested positive mm-hmm. but then like like set hands are like still constructing stages Fair enough. and like still making stuff still like building out props and all that because Fair those enough. those people wouldn't be fully uh fully uh in contact with the lead actor yeah they probably wouldn't have been exposed to like the yeah. to, to the bat so the it's good that there's still something <laughs> happening also i mean one more thing in marvel news um winter uh winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier just started filming again 
Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Right on. Yeah. I want. I keep wondering when that's gonna like finish up. Uh, but obviously, everything has been kind of halted as of late. That's good that they finally started filming. I wonder yeah. how how much that's pushed back uh, release date. Hopefully, not uh, much. Hope they can get it out in like December. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, and same thing with Batman. Like, hopefully, it doesn't like that doesn't uh, like, back too far too much. You know, Didn't but that's but he's when not. They rest- when they restarted, it was like fifty percent done. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, uh, he's not the only DC like uh, super uh, DC hero. I mm. can't say good villain. Uh, DC character to to get the Rona uh, as of late. Black Adam also got it. The Rock, aka the, the Ma- Rock. The magic can't keep the Rona away. That shit had me had me uh, quaking in my boots for a second because. <laughs> Uh, if, the, if the rock got the rona and he and he was like that shit's fucking tough to deal with man like it would knock me for a loop i bet yeah here, here, here's an important question uh do we have any listener base in foreign countries a little bit really yeah. hey okay good on you for the most part um if you live in America, stay the fuck inside. The rock got coronavirus and it <laughs> fucked him over. <laughs> stay inside for two weeks. Exactly, yes. man. <laughs> fuck. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so 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 Rona aside, I just uh, I just I thought it was like I thought it was just kind of it's interesting how like people like will let things like that affect them more than like somebody maybe they like know around town getting like the, the virus. They'll, they'll hear like this famous person that I've seen in movies and be like, my God, now Dude, I know. <laughs> Dude, freshman high school me cried when Paul Walker died. That's a joke. But I was sad. Paul Walker, man. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I remember when he died. That was pretty gnarly. Just because, like, just because it was just like the irony of how he died, I think, was what, what got me. I saw a meme the like, other day. It sucks, dude. It was like what I would do if I had time travel. Go back in time and be like, hey, Paul Walker, check out the tires on your Porsche. You need new ones. <laughs> if I had a time machine, I would save Paul Walker. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, hey. We all know from Avengers Endgame and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that that's not how that works. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well... Recently, so we picked we picked some new movies to watch. We just recently wrapped yeah. up the Mission Impossible ones. Yeah, uh, we decided to kind of shoot for another series, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, the Holy Trilogy. Oh, yeah, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, yeah. and The Dark Knight Rises. Starting uh, with The Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I was just gonna say it has to begin somewhere. So we Ooh. might as well have started with Batman Begins, obviously, because it's the first yeah. fucking one in the series. Uh, so, how did you did you actually rewatch it, or did you just like did you just like refresh oh, I, your memory I, on it? I actually coincidentally rewatched this like two weeks ago. Nice, nice. I I rewatched it too. I was just <laughs> so I was like good. I was like sweet Batman Begins. I'm like I'm act- it's actually pretty fresh in my mind. Yeah, it's uh, not as good as I remember it being. I know, dude. That, that was unfortunately my experience too. I was super hyped about it when it came out, and I remember when it hit theaters, and I remember the hype for it, and I was like, "Holy shit, Batman's back!" Like, like I and and it definitely ha- doesn't have that same like amazing feel as it uh, as I used to. Yeah, if it, it's definitely the weakest of the of the three, and I haven't even watched the other two yet. Oh. Wait. <laughs> 
I mean, it's like there's so much. It's one of those things. Like, there's act. It's actually like not bad. My favorite when, one. Of my favorite Batman lines is in the movie, though. I'll say that. Which, which one? It's when he's it's when he's dangling that fat cop over the edge. He goes, "Swear to me." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Well, because dude. the dude's like, I swear to God, swear to me. <laughs> it's fucking. Epic. You do the voice section, not bad. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the um, <laughs> I mean, I I enjoy it for I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like I enjoyed it for what it was. But then I was like, ah, oh, I can poke more holes in this now that it's not as like exciting to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I sort of feel like like Christian Bale is sort of all over the place a bit, you know. Like in in this movie particularly, yeah, uh, absolutely. He hams up the Playboy thing a lot. Well, well, there's like the whole point where where Alfred is like, you have to learn how to do both. You can't just be some sort of dude who like sleeps all day and goes out at night and gets beat the fuck up and like comes back home and sleeps again. Yeah. Like you have to like you have to portray the Playboy thing, and then he just like goes really overboard with it. Yeah, and yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, like, how do you feel about Katie Holmes in the in the in the movie? Like, dude, I honestly forgot. <laughs> I so I read right before watching it. I read that Katie Holmes literally was on, not in the in the sequel because of uh she went on to do the movie. Oh fuck, what was it? It was some like stupid movie with Queen Latifah, like some sort of like like comedy heist <laughs> movie. And it was, oh yeah, what a mistake! And, and it tanked. And and but like because of scheduling conflicts she didn't come back and but christopher nolan wanted her back so yeah. I, I thought that was Dude, kind of interesting cast her with maggie gyllenhaal right yeah maggie gyllenhaal replaced her i honestly thought that she was in it all the way through oh, no. <laughs> maggie gyllenhaal i will say this for the record maggie gyllenhaal is a far better actress than katie oh 100 uh, but uh i also read that like she had like 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 katie holmes role is so important but but gyllenhaal like reached out to her and was like are you okay with me taking the role <laughs> from you or whatever i was like yeah. what a fucking courtesy just i would have just taken it <laughs> i get to be a batman <laughs> but anyway so batman begins like definitely it's what's what's cool about it is is like the story itself that's being told in the movie where batman is is starting his career this movie just kind of starts uh the idea of the nolan universe that like it's built in the other two yeah and and you really see bits and pieces of it in this movie um that get carried over to the other ones but you also see stuff that just doesn't like yeah I it's think, we- it's weirdly campier than the other ones yeah and i think they completely changed the idea and image of gotham in the yeah. sequel you know 100 I mean? gotham yeah. turns like like I feel like one of the most comic accurate versions of Gotham is in the Arkham games. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where it's like smokestacks, it actually looks like a shitty place to live. Mm-hmm. Like c- civic decay is everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the first that's Batman Begins. Exactly. And then Batman like The Dark Knight, it's like New York. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like they got they got told from Batman Begins like like oh my god this is an amazing modern take on batman and they, they kind of like maybe leaned into that a little bit with certain aspects of the of the follow-up which yeah. is kind of interesting to note because no hate on the dark knight that's one of my favorite movies yeah. but like but uh yeah it's interesting to maybe like maybe note those kind of differences it, like campy is a is a is a good word for it because it takes like batman begins has all these elements of like of 
it has almost more comic book elements than the other two i would say 100 i feel uh, i feel like it like it becomes almost like a like bat, the dark knight turns almost into like a spy thriller at some points yeah like closer to like a james bond-esque feel especially in like the hong kong scenes yeah for sure versus like this one it is like a beat-em-up comic book movie at some points definitely and and that's kind of like that's what i mean like you see it kind of grow uh, through the series and it's kind of interesting to be able to note that i've never really looked at it like that but yeah like so my 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 hot take on batman begins is definitely that uh it's it's not as it's not what it once was (laughs) i I don't it looks like a movie that was made in 2006 right For for sure uh i will say this killian murphy uh he's a good scarecrow he's a good scarecrow and he's the only one of the only characters besides christian bale and alfred to pop up in all three movies wait he pops up in the dark knight or in the dark knight rises yeah he he's like he's playing judge in the dark knight rises what yeah oh that's insane i I totally forgot about that well we're we're gonna rewatch it so you'll find out sweet Uh, i mean and then also rajah ghoul is mm-hmm. they drop the fucking ball on that character in this movie yeah dude liam neeson was weak uh, in this rewatch and, and Although, I, say I don't this, dislike I, liam neeson i just think that they didn't have enough raja ghoul i could have just done a raja ghoul film for sure no scarecrow like for sure. save, save scarecrow yeah it, it would have been more fun if, if if the league of shadows and Roz was involved the entire time you know what i mean yeah 100 uh, also i just thought it was uh i thought <laughs> On the Twitter, I was for a hot second live tweeting while I was watching it, but then I do the thing I do always when I try and live tweet something. I get bored as fuck and stop tweeting. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> the enough. last one I got off was uh, I think uh, Liam Neeson's Ra's al Ghul would make a much better Sith Lord than Liam Neeson's <laughs> Jedi Qui Gon Jinn was ever yeah. a Jedi. And so, yeah, that's fair. Holds up, but. I don't know, man. I, I'm looking forward to watching The Dark Knight. Like that, that that's kind of like a high a high point for this uh, trilogy. And so that's that'll be on the next episode, I bet. Yeah, totally. I'm down. Um, and then we got the we uh, we also caught up on Breaking Bad. We're on season two of that now. Yep. Uh, episode one, episode two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it launches right into right into high paced fucking shit, dude. Like, yeah. Like, and that's that, I think that's directly in like because of the involvement of Tuco's character. Like not yeah. just the fact that he's like causing all this, but the fact that he uh, his character himself is like so like ah, like high intense like all the fucking. Didn't time. you go? De- Wait, am I? No. Oh no 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 no! I'm I'm uh, the I'm, first cor- self correction. Yeah yeah the first uh, the like it starts off like Tuco has. Well, it's really in oh, the yeah. second in the second episode, uh, but like Tuco basically the culmination of these two episodes is basically like Tuco taking. Uh, yeah, Heisenberg taking, and taking fucking, Walt and Jesse. Yeah, Walt and Jesse kidnapping him and like, I, taking him to see his uncle Tico and like. I told fucking, I totally fucking forgot that I watched ahead last week. Fair enough. This is the first. This is the first time though that you that they that they plug the idea of them setting up like a super lab. Yeah, like that was whole. That's whole. That's why Tuco kidnaps them. Well, one of the reasons why he kidnaps them is he's trying. He's basically <laughs> trying to like get them to be shipped down to like central or south america or whatever with his fucking yeah. brothers who are coming up and they're like you know there's like put them in the middle of the fucking jungle in this giant lab and they're not going to be able to allow, like you know leave and they're just going to make endless amounts of fucking crystal <laughs> Dude, i mean which is something that's bounced around continually through the rest of the series and yeah. 
two two in different in differing forms. Mm. So I mean, Tuco, he's just such like a he's so fucking crazy, and that actor is so in, goddamn intense. Yeah, like it's it's so fucking fun to watch. It is, it is, um, and you know, and eventually, the like Tuco gets in the uh, shootout with Hank. Yeah, gets uh, popped, and and finally fucking dies. Uh, you know, shocker there. Yeah. Um, which that actually starts one of my favorite arcs in the show, Hank. Yeah, I agree. Becoming like getting PTSD and becoming way less, like, way less headstrong and becoming a humble character. Yeah, which is interesting because, yeah. because that's like his trait from the get go. So yeah. he's a fucking jackass. <laughs> but but it's interesting because again, I think like there's this parallel of like Tuco's character traits and like how his character uh, enters and exits the the show. It's yeah. a small stint, but it's this really intense, it's a fucking blaze powerful of glory. fucking blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's just a really interesting parallel. And also you just see, you see uh, Walt's character in these couple episodes go from literally having the exact amount of money that he needs to, to feel comfortable dying and, uh, uh, to like, and him being like very uh, confident, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, to him being completely dragged back down because Tuco is so violent uh, that it just like, if like it literally like brings him like if you see him like su- act super weak when he's being kid- like held hostage. And I understand that, but it's just like, it's this interesting dynamic to the character because it reminds you that really this big badass Heisenberg dude is just, a, is just a it's guy a, who has a cancer. Facade. It's a family man who has cancer and he's fucking scared as to what the fuck is about to happen to him. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, that's, that's one of the most compelling things about Walt is that it's always this like up and down struggle where he yeah. gets enough, but he's not fucking satisfied. So he's shot back down and it happens over and over again. And it's granted like he keeps making more money. So it keeps getting more dramatic. Well, and that's kind of it. It's this interesting dynamic of like, he keeps nose diving further down the further down than where he started originally. I'd, yeah. I'd argue. And he climbs it, up in this higher, case, and then and the, and he climbs up higher and makes more money and like gets fucking a rep again, and then he falls further, and then he gets high. Yeah. And it's just this really interesting trend throughout the whole series. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm interested. I'm interested to, to continue rewatching this season. It's I've I've been enjoying it's such it. a like, strong setup, and I love that like the season it starts on this like really high, really aggressive note, mm-hmm. and. Then it really slows down for a bit after this, if I'm remembering properly. Fair enough. Well, granted, we'll find granted, out next week too. Granted, I did watch too far ahead last week, so this is like a week old in my mind. Fair last enough. last week, I said on the podcast, I was like, and Tuco died. But in reality, I'd forgot how short season one was, and I'd watched into season two. That's that's kind of what happened to me. I ended up like going right into like the first episode of season two, and then yeah, I, I, I didn't pick it up after that. But I was just like, I thought it was all one season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like weirdly short. Mo- most of the seasons are like seven yeah. episodes, and then you know, yeah, it's it's what just a fucking phenomenal show <laughs> all around. I agree. I, like I said, I'm really enjoying the rewatch. Yeah. Um, have you before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh, have you watched anything? fun in this past week um i mean yeah i'm I'm, i've been watching i mean i've been watching doom patrol on hbo that show's fucking awesome brendan never watched it uh oh dude it's really fucking dope i Um, I don't have hbo i just (laughs) 
that's my that's my drag i've also i i watched recently this uh really cool kind of like mini documentary series called high score it's about the history of video games oh yeah i've seen that it's on and, netflix it was actually yeah. really fun it was kind of a nice ref, like refresher as to like the journey that his, that video games have gone i wish it would have gone on longer though it stopped after like i think the super nintendo or something like that what the fuck? Yeah, but you could totally do a whole nother season about like you could take that sixty-four era all the way up to current. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So, anyway, yeah, that's what I've been watching just off the cuff. What uh, What about you? Any anything? Um, I've I watched the entirety of the Dragon Prince in like the past week. Oh yeah, yeah, how's that? that was, it's that was, really fucking good. It took me a sec to get into initially, and it's because there's like this weird like frame rate thing with the animation in the mm-hmm. first season. They fix it in the second season it looks like a, it looks weirdly stuttery in the okay. first season so i was like ah this sort of is weird to watch fair yeah. but getting it but getting into the rest of it it was actually really fucking good hmm. and also um i it's sort of pretentious it comes off as pretentious but i love the uh the chef's table i don't know if you ever watched much of it oh yeah they just dropped like a barbecue season right? yeah i watched most of that and it's really good it's really interesting specifically yeah. the second episode is this dude in australia who um he cooks everything it's not like traditional barbecue but he cooks everything over an open flame or coals he doesn't have a stove in his restaurant nice yeah i i I saw that season pop up and i put it in my queue because uh, i'm always interested in barbecue stuff barbecue is so fascinating i feel like the chef's table it's one of those perfect shows for doing something else because you can like these a lot of these people have interesting stories and it's just like one of those like good not too serious documentaries fair enough yeah some documentaries you're like fuck this will like ruin your day yeah <laughs> but like yeah, exactly but the chef's table it's just like you can pop one of those episodes on while you're like like ironically i'll like have it on the background while i'm cooking dinner or something oh yeah for sure yeah, i love i love being able to like everyone's you know, something like that to watch on like, gorgeous food <laughs> this looks amazing and then you look back down at your food like well, I, I made mac and cheese and i'm eating it from the pot <laughs> just crying <and> eating it. <laughs> the tears make it salty 